0: did last winter, our Game of Thrones recap podcast, as we take you all the way up into April of 2019, episode by episode, mostly spoiler free, for Game of Thrones before it premieres for its final season. On the line tonight, I have my two favorite Dorosians. I don't know if that's a real word, but on the line tonight, hey, it's not Black History Month anymore, it's Brother Beavis. Hey,
1: Free it, free it last, free it last.
0: <laughs> Thank God Almighty, you gotta do the whole thing, man. <laughs> Yeah, well yeah,
1: right. you know, it is <laughs> kind of messed up to like exalt at the end of Black History Month with the MLK speech. I mean that that's kind of fucked up. Yeah, I it is kind of hard. I yeah, toe in it. I differ <laughs> toe in it, but I'm not gonna swim laughs on
0: it. Uh it's is tonight in episode six and things are a little fucked up. So hey, on the line also tonight, it's 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 Grandmaster Sandman. Sandman say what's happening. Grandmaster, yes, but second once again. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, oh, we, gotta, it's, yeah <laughs> we gotta we <laughs> gotta make the world go around man. Hey, you're not Theon. All right. So uh, <laughs> we've been <having laughs> you guys.
1: Every day I wake up I'm not Theon is a good day. Yeah, I gotta yes. God
0: I ain't Theon. I feel better already, so, actually, yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so um episode five ended with uh Ned getting shanked in his Calf, or not even oh, in his Achilles, I guess he gets. Uh, after in his ACL,
1: thing. I think.
0: Yeah, yeah, man, he got it really bad. It should look painful. Yeah, yeah, it did, and uh, after his, you know, kind of pretty awesome battle with Jamie, it kind of ended on a whimper, a uh, dusty finish, as I would like to say, and it didn't <laughs> really work out. And then episode six, which is called the Golden Crown actually does something that Game of Thrones rarely does, where it picks up exactly after an incident that happened. So episode six, The Golden Crown, uh, I put in there, and we were just talking before we hit record, really like the episode for me that like, kind of was like, all right, I'm sticking with this show no matter what, now, even though I'm going to have some moments where I'm like, I can't believe they did that, and I stopped watching it. But this was like uh, just one of the, actually one of the standout episodes for season one. What do you think, Brother Beavis? Yeah,
1: um I watched it so long ago since we don't podcast on this all that often, but uh I mean the this starts to give you the uh the depths that they will go for uh you know particular characters, and uh you know this is a good episode for Ned, not necessarily a good episode for everybody in it, but uh yeah it, 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 this is where you start to see just
0: this this is not your regular story, yeah. And it's moving ahead very fast to the end of episode, or season one, which is only ten episodes. Uh, Sandman, what do you think about this episode before we get into it? Uh, Very
2: good. Uh, uh, um, Some uh, very um, um, significant things happen in this episode. Um, Some, uh, what, Tyrion, some other characters, who I shall not mention, whose time has come at last, and... um, Very good. Very good episode. There are very few bad (laughs) um, Game of Thrones episodes, but this is, like I I said, they're all pretty good, and this is one of the better ones.
0: All right. So we pick up right at the end of episode five, and we get kind of a a fuzzy camera shot with Ned laid up in the bed, and the camera finally um, uh, comes into focus, and it is the king and the queen staring down at him. And... It's basically going to have this conversation about, hey, uh, Cersei wants her brother back, uh, meaning Tyrion, and the orders that were given that that, um, his wife took Tyrion. And, you know, he says, hey, it was under my orders. And then we have this huge discussion between them about what they're going to do, placing uh, King Robert Baratheon in actually the role of peacemaker, trying to come to some sort of uh, middle ground between his wife and his best friend. Uh, and maybe not so successfully. Uh, You know, she wants her brother back. He's saying get her brother back to him. He'll deal with Jamie Lannister. Uh, But, you know, just this really great scene. Unfortunately, Cersei kind of pushes the moment there, and Robert uh, gives her five to the face uh, when she's like, you know, essentially, like, I should be the king. I should wear the armor. You should wear the skirts. And he cold clocks her. It doesn't even like a backhand. He fist punches her in the face. Right, brother? Yeah. And, uh, she's,
1: yeah, her, and, you know, typical Cersei Josh and, you know, her response is, oh, you honor me, and then, uh, not to glorify spousal abuse, but he does get a good line off, he's like, yeah, I'm about to honor you again, get the fuck out of here,
0: my boy. (laughs) <laughs>
3: yeah,
0: yeah it's, it's not a good look. Uh, and he does come back to it later. He's like, yeah, that pro- I shouldn't have hit her. That wasn't very kingly. Yeah. <laughs> There's
1: been very <laughs> few things that Robert does are kingly.
0: <laughs> Just, yeah, you got that right. Yeah. So, so, yeah, he wants his brothers. he wants, she wants her brother back. He wants him to get him back. He owes a bunch of money to Tywin, the, the father of the Lannister family. And he can't really be kind of breaking up families here and having this, these two houses go to war with one, with one another, you know, and keep the kingdom together. Um, so, uh, just a really cool opening scene, you know, Ned still playing the role of, you know, kind of honorable man, but basically he's saying, you know what, I'll, I'll take care of this situation. And it's so funny. He keeps trying to get up out the bed I'm like, dude, where do you think you're going?
3: You can barely
0: walk. What are you doing? And, um, so he's like, no, send a raven um, and, you know, make sure that you, uh, that they get that, I think he called him the little shit, back here to King's Landing. <laughs> He'll worry about finding Jamie, who has fled uh, off the Castle Rock after the, the battle. Who Again, Jamie has no honor, no real honor. And, um, you know, Robert's going to leave to go on a hunt. And uh, he's leaving Ned in charge. Now, Ned uh, had dropped the mic, quit his job. At, at the end of episode five as well, he throws him back the the pen for the hand of the king. He's like, yeah, um, I'm going on the hunt. Killing things helps me. And um, you're going to be in charge. And by the way, you're going to hate this shit. All right, take it easy, deuces. <laughs> he just walks out. <laughs> Which is just like, well, thanks, man. <laughs> he does give him an awesome line. He's like, you know what? I hated all my brothers. You're the brother I chose. Now I do this damn job while I go out and hunt. I mean it's yeah. a really interesting scene between the two of them. You see his love for Ned, but you also see his like, look, make sure this gets handled or else and if you take that pen off again, I'm gonna freaking, you know, bust you up. I mean it was Well he yeah, does it really say, good like scene.
1: his threat is if if you take it off again I'll put it on Jamie Lannister.
0: That's his yeah. threat. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Which, you know, Robert is is one of the few sort of like not complicated characters, and and for as many scenes as he's like over the top, just like chewing up scenery and and not necessarily the best ways. He does have some great scenes. He does have some great like, you know, when when the veil drops and he's not just
0: this sort of braggadocious king. He he does some good work. Yeah, I mean, I, I I've said before, he's one of my favorite characters on this thing. Um, so, yeah, so he's he's off to the hunt. Uh, we'll come back to the hunt here in a little bit, there's a great conversation there between him and his brother that he clearly doesn't, like, because um, <laughs> he's, he's just <laughs> running the shreds here in a little bit. All right, we jo- go off to the Dothraki. Uh, Khaleesi is looking at the dragon eggs, and um, she picks one up, She drops it in some hot coals and fires, and uh, she goes to pick it back up, and then her handmaiden comes running out there, Khaleesi! And to get her to drop the the egg, she burns her hand. The handmaiden burns her hands, and then she's looking at Khaleesi's hands, or Khaleesi's looking at hers, and her hands aren't damaged at all. So fire doesn't have any effect on Khaleesi at all when she's touching these dragon eggs. And um, uh, it's kind of interesting uh for everybody involved in that situation there and it'll come become important later um you know khaleesi has a lot going on in this episode uh we'll come back to her in a little bit with a lot of jokes at least from this side of it um but this scene was kind of just dropped in there like in between something else i didn't i was like oh okay i I, you know it probably could have come in a little bit later but it was just kind of curious that they dropped it in um so, all right, and then we're back out to Winterfell where uh, we get another Three-Eyed Raven. Now, help me out here, Brother Beavis. When we see the Three-Eyed, that's not the raven that came to send the message, is it? Are those like dual ravens? Like the well, message that came from King's Landing? No, so the, the time you see a Three-Eyed Raven, this is dream
1: world shit. So there are not actual physical Three-Eyed Ravens in the real world. Okay.
0: So
3: yeah.
1: th- those are just regular-ass birds. These, This is some, <laughs> like... <laughs> Methamphetamine fueled uh whatever, like coke
0: induced fever dream, yeah. No, okay, yeah. Well Bran in his in his dreams he can walk and he can shoot arrows and he can do all these types of things and before he can, you know, kind of bust his nut, so to speak, hold or bust into the door, um yeah. With the, with the saddle that Tyrion had designed for him to be able to ride because he can't use his legs anymore. And, you know, we get this scene where he's out riding. Um, but, yeah, it's just, you know, it it, it it was just a little, like, kind of scene there for Bran. We don't really get a chance to see him do too much, to, you know, in the early or- episodes here. You know, what do you think about Bran there, Sandman?
2: Bran, um, yeah. <laughs> I don't think a whole lot about Bran, usually. I'll be honest. Okay. It's um, um, Until, like, the more of the Three-Eyed Raven stuff kind of came more and more, you were just kind of like, what in the hell is happening? Clearly this kid has got powers or some kind of mystical background that we're not going to know until much later, obviously. But uh, um, he's used it as more of a plot point more than anything yeah. else. Like, you know, then he's a real person and then, you know, eventually like you know, uh, he becomes more of a mainland character. But...
0: Yeah, he's he's kind of in the
2: background. Yeah, plans. keep
0: in mind, remember, that there is another um, another brother that we still haven't seen. And uh, so we're probably one or two. Yeah, Rickon, We still haven't seen. <laughs> but, yeah. And literally forever. Um, I didn't know who he was for, for forever. <laughs> I, I did
3: not. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Does he, he have well, a bigger
1: role Rickon in the might comments? as well be, no, he might as well be Jar Jar Pinks. Like, you could say, you know, <laughs>
0: Yeah. <laughs> You'd be better for it. Right, yeah, yeah. Well you gotta right. rip on Jargo. Jar Jar, man, that ain't nice. So, um anyway. All right. As Bran is out riding, uh Theon and Rob are having this conversation because word has gotten back to them about what has happened and Theon's like, Yo man, you need to take the take it to these fools. They can't, you know, um you know, mess with your family like that and rob ever the ever the bitch. It's like, um, well, I don't know. What should I do? He's so indecisive about things, and uh, it doesn't really, you know, they're having this conversation, and in that time frame, they lose sight of their crippled uh, brother who's off into the woods riding where he gets confronted by, now these are, uh, what are these people called again, Brother Beavis? Wildlings. Wildlings. I couldn't remember this as I was typing my notes. He gets confronted by three wildlings, two dudes, one lady, and, you know, they confront him, and they're like, wow, you know, look at all this stuff. We want the horse. We want this. We want that. And he's like, uh, I can't get off this horse. Um, I'm like, what, well, you some kind of cripple? He's like, I'm Brandon Stark of Winterfell. He's like, I'll oh, catch a caca. off and stick it in your mouth. It's like, damn. <laughs> <laughs> so we have, well, you would have thought it was like, hey, you know, oh, this is a little kid. doesn't really matter. Oh no, you know, oh, let's no. just cut him off this thing and take everything that we were gonna ask for. It's not like you were going to. Uh so then we did we wind up getting a fight out of this as they finally find uh that Bran is missing. And so you get Rob uh goes straight to the neck on one of them and he takes <laughs> that dude out pretty quick.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Um the other dude gets the drop on Bran and uh while Rob has the lady uh you know it's like you drop her, I'll drop you know whatever, and then Theon shoots an arrow through the back of that dude and saves him and it's so funny because Theon's like um he's you know you could have hurt him like Rob's like you could have hurt him, like what are we supposed to do? Let him kill you and the kid exactly. ran too yeah, <laughs> it was a rare moment when Theon was the victor was a, a winner, and he scratch yeah.
2: still before.
0: yeah, can't yeah. win <laughs> from losers, literally, so you know. and don't worry, he has an l coming up. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> don't worry yeah, um, yeah. now the lady that they because they have to make this decision on what they're going to do with the lady now brother Beavis, give me the name for this lady because I don't know it I know it becomes up later because it did not give in this episode but what is her name All right so her name is Asha with an O
1: and so mm-hmm. she's this character is the reason they changed uh, Theon's sister's name coming up
0: but they okay. Asha
1: in the book his sister's name is asha with an a and this chick's name is asha with an o so they changed his sister's name
0: later but yeah this is asha the wildling asha the wildling and she does become very important here because she's going to mm-hmm. make her stay in winterfell moving forward um so yeah i uh yeah, so I, I i did put in there i missed my wrestling line there that he had hot tax aid um and and think about this, too, and we'll uh, put this on Theon a little bit. He, he, his heart really is in the right place. It's up to this point, Six episodes through, his heart really is in the right place. He may not um, care for his station in life, but pretty much up to this point, he's done everything he's supposed to do, right, mm-hmm. I mean, he's not yeah. like...
1: Yeah, I mean, it, it, when I read the books, like, some of the... Like, when Theon's story takes a turn, his first turn, like, I didn't get it. I'm like, what? Why? What? Because, I mean, yeah, I mean, he he really was, you know, he's, he's like the the lost dark child at this point, and he's Rob's mm-hmm. best friend. You know, his mm-hmm. one fl- kind of flaw is, like, he hates on John. Um But, you know, he's, he. I, 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 I was shocked at some of the directions his character goes in.
0: Yeah, I would agree yeah. with that too. Because up to this point, he's he is as fairly earnest of a character, really, that you can have on this show At this point, he, mm-hmm. you know, people say to have him do things, he does it. He makes the saves that he's supposed to make. Like he does what he's supposed to do. I just, I, I don't, I don't. Yeah, it's gonna be weird to watch his turn. Okay, uh, so all right, so Asha with an O. All right, now we're gonna go to uh, the eerie. Uh, or the veil, um, if you remember, I think end of the previous episode or during the previous episode five Tyrion had gotten brought over there. Uh, was that our uh, crazy twelve year old titty sucking scene? Was that last nice episode? <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah. or uh, was that two episodes ago? It's really hard to remember. Oh, um, you can't forget the scene. You might forget what episode yeah. it was in, but you you forget forget the best part you've about seen that
1: it. is like when Caitlin yeah. first captures him. She's like, "I'm gonna take you to my sister," and he's like, "For real? Last <laughs> time <laughs> you've seen your sister? Okay. I don't know, a couple years ago." <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, yeah. let's go see your sister. Yeah. Let's
0: see how this goes. <laughs> <laughs> His, <laughs> that, one of the lines in there, he's like, "She's always been a little bit touched." <laughs> 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 That's a nice way of putting it. Yeah, oh, so yeah. he's still well, one really of touched. one
1: of the countless times that Theon breaks it down on somebody, <laughs> or I mean, that <laughs> Tyrion breaks it
0: down on somebody. Oh, yeah, and he does get uh, one here coming soon. Uh, but love the scene <laughs> opens up with him in one of the sky prisons that he had got placed in, uh, waiting to see what was going to happen to him. And the character that comes to um, essentially beat him with a, I don't know what that is, a spade that well, comes out come here, because... <laughs> yeah it's a yeah. little club he's like you know you know because it's it's a sky sail and a black blackjack i think would be the blackjack yes yeah. and you explained it from the last episode is like you know kind of how this design where they put them in these scales and you know it's cold and you know if you go the wrong direction you're going to fall out and die anyway so it's just been like an open you know sail in the air and so he op- he's you know out there he's cold he's hungry And then I I can never get this right. I almost put the captions on. Is it Mord?
3: Borg? Mord.
0: Mord. 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 So Mord comes out (laughs) and he's like, hey, um, Mord. And he opens the door and he just beats him with the blackjack. And every time he says something, (laughs) I'm like, what? (laughs) What What are you playing? And so Tyrion's trying to figure out what to do because he hasn't gotten to the point of, you know, knowing, you know, Tyrion is so smart. He hasn't gotten to the point of trying to figure this situation quite out yet. Um. But he does tell him he's like you know I'm rich, and I have gold, and and Mord is like where's the gold? He like you know shakes his pockets. Like, I don't have it with me, and which gets you a blackjack.
3: Bam, you know. <laughs> it's, like <that>. yeah. <laughs> it's, like, it's like that Simpson
0: scene where the old man was uh, the substitute teacher. Oh, you ain't got no gold. That's Padman. Uh, <laughs> Trick <laughs> on the door. That's Padman. That's paddling. you know. So yeah. every yeah. time you uh, just that's a Yeah, exactly. So they drop (laughs) that scene in there really quick, and then uh, there's just a couple of other scenes here that are, you know, less entertaining depending upon how you feel about certain characters. So So we'll throw the first one out to Arya. Arya also knows what has happened to her father. She can't train. Um, because she's troubled, and uh, tell me this dude's name again, brother. Beavis. This is four Forel. Yeah, i De Uh Cerebro <laughs> is like, hey, uh, <laughs> Cerebro is like, hey, if you you know when you fight with your troubles, your troubles are going to get you killed, and he tries to go through all that. It's like, hey, you're worried about your father? Did you pray to the gods? Yes, to the old and the new. All right, well, good. Well, there's only one god, and that god is death. And um, what do we tell death? Not today. And, you know, they go and they get their sword fighting on. You know, and I was watching this today. That scene becomes very important when they get him and her and Sansa back together here in a few other scenes. It does become important mm. um, later. But it also, again, depends on how you feel about Arya and Sansa. Uh, again, I'm very clear. Serio's <laughs> the best, though. I don't care who's you in it. So? the best, yeah. Uh, yeah,
3: yeah. I, you know. <laughs>
1: And he and does, they tell, but he they does talk a little bit like Yoda, but. <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> but they tagged him. With, oh,
1: battled him got, with Arya. I just got to the next scene.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh man, oh, 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 yeah, yes. I got jokes. Oh, um, uh, yeah, yeah, it's back to the Dothraki.
1: Well, um, Arya is not overdone at this point, and you know, and no. she is still like a seven-year-old girl, and she's upset because yeah. she was tight with Jory. Like, she was tight with like everybody in Winterfell who was not like royal. And so, yeah. Jory dying, like, getting kind of dying like a bitch, to be honest.
0: Um, yes, they didn't
1: give him. It hurt her, and yeah. uh, mm-hmm. and and is like so. You know, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. he sort of breaks it down. He's like, no, "I don't give a fuck. your class stars
0: right now, bitch." So mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. And, it's, it's not a yeah. It's not a good. It's but yeah. Again, it depends on how you feel about Aria. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> and again, and what you say is true too, because she hasn't gotten. You know, she's going to get such a larger push wrestling term later that it's not. Like it, it's not overdone yet, um, but still, it's it's a little bit much. All right, we're back to the Dothraki. We had that little scene <laughs> earlier where um, she can't get burnt by the dragon eggs. Now though, it opens <laughs> with Khalifa. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> now oh, this boy. is the reason that people could turn this show on and then turn it off. Let's, I mean, me let's be perfectly honest with you because it doesn't make <laughs> a, a whole lot of sense. It doesn't really do much to advance. The it it advances the plot, but it also feels a little bit gratuitous. And a uh, uh, Khaleesi, because she's pregnant with uh, Cal Drago's baby, part of her pregnancy (air quotation marks) is that she has to eat a whole horse heart, and and she can't Whatever. throw it up; she has oh, to choke man. it all down. So the scene is with her; her mouth is full of blood, mowing down on this horse heart as. That is not small, just, by the way. Yeah. No, uh, no, I wouldn't imagine a horse's heart is small. <laughs> no, but I'm just <laughs> saying. I'm just saying. Hey, they could have been really like, eat this big horse cock, bitch. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Tell the <Robby, laughs> this to you need to
3: know about me. It's not the best time have eaten a horse <laughs> <laughs> Exactly.
0: Uh, <laughs> So she's that and, and, and it's even weirder than the sense that everybody because they I mean this is obviously something that they've watched and done before or whatever. So everybody's just like, you know, you know, cheering her, like, you know, two bites, four bites, bite, four bite, fight that I mean it's like you know, it's really like just a weird scene and every, and there's the freaking yeah. weird lady chanting and they're like, you know, there's uh, a man stuff. like I told you this white bitch was a freak. She will put anything in her mouth. Anything.
3: Oh, my <laughs> No doubt. <laughs> Jorah's sitting over there like, she eat this heart, won't eat these nuts. This is This
0: is why I podcast oh, about to last an hour and a half. All right. <laughs> yeah, right. So. And then there's the lady chanting and, and, and Jor's interpreting everything because Viserys oh. is there, uh, um like, you know, watching this whole thing, and he's like, this is, like, really fucked up. And, like, and this is the one time you agree with Viserys. It's like, this is really fucked up. Like, this is really weird. And, and she's chanting, oh, she's going to have a boy, and he's going to be the writer of whatever. Like, it was all these things, you know. And then at the end where she's almost, like, not going to finish the horse heart, they're like, oh, no, she's not going to finish it. And then she gulped that motherfucker down like a porn well, star. Thing, and that was it. The, the issue
1: she is almost. she almost, like, throws it up. <laughs> yeah. In her, in her mouth. But she didn't then, lose the drop, though. And then she eats her throw up. Oh, oh. God.
0: Yeah. 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 Like, I'll be right back. i might have to something real quick. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, It's just a wild scene, like it really is it's just a really wild, kind of messed up. My note says this scene is really messed up, no, uh, it's just very rocky. It. yeah It's very yeah. It fits their their uh, their civilization quote well, and, well, and the funny thing is, moving forward without too many spoilers or whatever, after season one, you don't really get much more about Daraki culture because, you know, uh, Khaleesi becomes Khaleesi, and you don't really <laughs> see as much of the native savagery or whatever as she makes, you know, kind of a change in the group or whatever. That's kind of a spoiler, but, you know, it's you don't really see it. So, in a sense, it's fun, and you get a little bit of that in the next episode as well, uh, a lot of Dathrocking culture as well. So so this um, could be the
1: last horse heart ever eaten, is what you're saying. Yeah. Like, <laughs> the dawn of a new day where
0: horse hearts are now eaten. Yeah, she oh could get God. that uh, get that horse heart uh, CGI graded. This is the last episode uh, appearance. Uh, maybe at an eight point one. All right, so uh is so happy right now. <laughs> he can no. look at his face. His face is—he's is, like, so happy. He's like, I told y'all.
3: <laughs> I, told you. I told you
0: exactly. All right, so Viserys is watching this. And, again, this is the only time that you'll ever agree with Viserys in all six episodes that he's through so far that, you know, like, he's like, this is really messed up. Yes, boy. This is really messed up. Um, and he's like, but he sees it after she ch- swallows down that the last bit of that heart. Um, he's like, they're all cheering for her, and they love her. And, I, and he says it to Jory. He's like, they really love her. I'm like, yep. You know, he's like she's the real Khaleesi. She's whatever now. You know, and Jorah's like, mm. or um, Umbrasaris is like, hmm. I
3: uh,
0: <laughs> <laughs> <they're laughs> never <laughs> go to my <fall> <laughs> Yeah, this is, this is not the way I had this planned out when I sold my fifteen year old sister. So he goes <laughs> back to the he goes back to the dragon egg hut, grabs the dragon eggs. He's like, I'm getting the out of here, Jorah. You can't stop me either. I'm gonna go. Use one egg to buy me a ship. Two eggs to buy me a ship and an army. And three eggs will buy me, you know. He's like, I'm gonna use these eggs. I'm, like, I'm still wrong, trying man. to be the king. <laughs> the third yeah. egg will
1: buy me some yeah. horse hard-eating white girls. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, That's gonna keep like, coming back. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he cannot. <laughs> no, yeah. It right. I said like, he's like, you know, you can only rule. You can't rule without wealth, wealth, fear, or love. And you know, he can. He runs Jora too. He's like, I see the way you look at my sister like I see you, you're not fooling nobody, I know what, exactly what you want. You know, you took an oath to me, and he's like, yes, I did, but you're not leaving here with these dragon eggs. And so he makes, you know, uh, Viserys drop them off, and, and it's a good scene, too. And again, we talked about this dude before, you know, the guy that plays the set, he plays the role so well. I mean, you can't, mm-hmm. you can't like him. I mean, there's no, there's no redeemable quality in any of the episodes that he's appearing in other than him like, this is a really fucked up scene with her eating his horse heart. But beyond that, every scene that he's in, he's an absolute asshole all mm-hmm. the way through the end. Um, so, mm-hmm. you know, good for him and good for, you know, um, Jorah for, you know, kind of stopping him from from doing what he was going to do. Um, so yeah, so just to, it's a wild scene. It totally gratuitous. It, you know, I mean, it could have been, how is that told in the book? Oh,
1: you know, that's, this is an area where like the book, like the TV show, like belabors things mm-hmm. that the book probably describes in a couple of mm-hmm. lines. Like right. you just ate a bloody wow. horse heart. And, okay. <laughs> and Aquaman might have jizzed in his jeans. You know, that it might be like a lines <laughs> in the book. But they wow. make it like a seven-minute scene in the show where, like, everybody's covered in blood and it's all fucked up. So, yeah, you know, but this is a case where the book is good at things and the, and the show is good at things. And the scene's probably not as powerful in the book as it is in the
0: show. Okay. Right. Yeah, it's just, right. I mean, but, like, that's what I was saying, you know, like, and much like the sometimes the nudity and even the violence to an extent too, you know, you could tell the story without either of them or without as um as violent as it is or as much nudity as it is. Now I enjoy the nudity delightfully, don't get me wrong, but you know, I don't enjoy the violence as much. So alright. Uh let's see. Then we go back out to uh to the veil, back out to the um uh morgue you say uh he comes back out there as Tyrion is kicking on the door again. Oh that's a paddling. So he opens the door <laughs> and comes out and he starts, you know, hitting him with the blackjack or whatever and he basically um uh he t- he's like, Well possession is an abstract concept. That's a paddling. Bam and he's like, no. <laughs> But then he appeals to his thing about, you know, I'm as rich as a Lannister. A Lannister always pays his debts. Like, he goes through this, and Mord has heard this stuff before. Like, he's heard it. And um, he's like, I need you, all I need you to do is to deliver a message to uh, the queen or whatever. Deliver a message to her, and, you know, I'll I'll pay you back, you know, whatever. And I tell her, I want to go confess to my crimes. And then we get, I what I i surmise as one of the funniest things this show has ever done uh it's definitely through the first few episodes but we get Tyrion's confession um yeah, which, it, is it, just it, great. Uh, which is yes, just great it is <laughs> yeah, it's great um <laughs> uh I, I'm, I, I put some of the lines in there but yes, yeah, he goes and confesses from the start he took some ladies clothes and watched her run and if I close my eyes, I can still see your tits <laughs> popping all over the place. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh,
1: he's, got like a, um, he's got like an X-rated chunk from the Goonies
0: confession. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is really great. Uh, I mean, he's just got all these things that he says. And how he, he, uh, what is it? He... Uh, it uh, about was about jerking off all the time <laughs> uh, the oh end before they cut him off he's like I once brought a donkey and a something into a brothel it's like what the
3: <laughs> just so cool. so well, F- and there's, yeah
0: there's that and then there's also like Caitlin and uh what's his sister's name his who's sister oh. and, uh Caitlin's Caitlin's sister yeah. Uh, what is her name? Lysa. Lysa Lysa, yeah Them playing it across their faces He's just like saying all this ridiculous stuff And they're like, oh, mmm And then the chuckles or whatever in the background As people are like listening to him say all this ridiculous stuff And then finally Lysa's like, hey You said that you were going to confess your sins You were brought here because, you know Of trying to kill, you know, uh, Bran and uh, and conspiring to kill, you know, John Eyre in the hand of the king. He's like, no, I didn't do that shit. No, <laughs> uh, <laughs> no that had nothing to do with that. But um, uh, yeah, it gets to this point, and then you know, things are things are even though it's a funny scene, things are tightening around like Tyrion very, very quickly um, because you know they want him to have justice for this and they're going to, you know, they open up the moon door where they're going to, like, let him throw out, and she's going to let her son be like, all right, you know what? He's like, I demand a trial. You know, this is the king's justice. I'm like, all right, you tell the story to my freaking 12-year-old, not even, 9, 10-year-old titty-sucking, like, kid yeah. here, and he'll make a decision. Uh-huh. Like, well, I was that's like, a Can we get this
1: trial. over with? I need to get up on this titty. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean, it's like, really? Like, this is this is fair? Like, I don't think that that's what we want to do. And so Tyrion realizes that very quickly, too. He's like, all right, I demand a trial by combat. And the, the best part is everybody starts chuckling in the background. They're like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like
3: really?
0: And, dime, dime yeah. <laughs> yeah. and everybody's like, all right, well, you know, all the knights that are around, and, like, I would love to fight for your honor. Uh, you know, I will be your champion, you know, whatever. And then she singles out one dude who's like, hey, you didn't say anything. He's like, I mean, this dude like, half a man. Like, that really wouldn't necessarily be fair.
1: Hmm. And
0: Tyrion's like, yeah, you know hmm. what? I, that's right. I, I wanted my own champion. Uh, and they're like, fine. Yeah, my brother, Jamie Lannister. What? Wait, the Kingslayer, he's nowhere near around here. No, this is going to happen today. And so he has to appeal for a champion in the crowd, which also elicits laughter, too. Like, nobody's has got to fight for you. But a character who made a, a brief appearance a few episodes ago, and, and definitely the, as when they were attacked on their way to the Erie, was a character named Braun. Now, we don't get Braun's story fleshed out much at all up to this point, but he is uh, a character moving forward that you're going to see a lot. And one of my favorite characters, you know, around the room, saying Lynn, what's your thoughts about Braun without spoiling too much? Uh Braun is the man. <laughs> I
2: love Braun, man. He's like one of the cooler um uh, um uh characters. Kinda of in the background, but uh he's always he's motivated by money, obviously. And, um He's always kind of like around, you know. He's with Tyrion a lot, as we see later on, starting now. But um, he's such a cool dude, man. I and mean, he's a, he's, a, he's a fighter, for hire. you know, he's <laughs> he's a uh, he's cool. I'm trying to think uh, of number word to describe him and stuff. But uh, uh, he can fight. He's uh, he's a warrior. He um, and he seems to come to Tyrion's. Uh, any more than once, starting now. So um, yeah, yeah, okay. He's, he's a good character,
1: Ron, brother Beavis. Yeah, the so Braun is one of the uh, the narrative aids for the uh, the show because they put a lot of scenes from that would otherwise be other people's stories in the book under Bron because mm-hmm. otherwise they have to oh. introduce a whole new set of characters. Okay. Um but the the core theme of him being sort of like. Uh, uh, driven by money, but at the same time, like, you know, loyal to his friends and whatnot, um, you know, that that's still there. You know, he's not fundamentally different, but there are some things that he
0: does not show that it was actually somebody else.
3: Okay, yeah. Hmm.
0: But the character of itself, you know, moving this episode and then moving forward, you're a fan of LeBron, right? Oh, yeah, I mean, like,
1: he's, you know, he's one of the, you know, a lot of people in the show are sort of bound by, you know, what's proper and how things are supposed to be, Ron doesn't play that game. Uh, Ron is like, I'm trying to find out how I can get money and women. And uh, (laughs) if you can get me money and women, you're my friend. If you
0: take money and women for me, you are not my friend. (laughs) And, again, like, moving forward, you know, he's a character that you really have to, you know, kind of pay a lot of attention to. Uh, because a lot of times he's in the background, and he doesn't flogged, get a lot of dialogue. milked
1: my eel, flogged my one-eyed snake, skinned my yes. sausage, made the bald man cry. <laughs>
0: yes. 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 In, uh, <laughs> and again, the the elicited responses in the back, ooh, oh, ooh, you know, uh, the shock that the people have there is just great. Now, as fun as that scene is leading up to this, Braun is now going to be his champion. The fight between Bronn and the knight kind of sucks. Mm. Uh, mm. It's, it's, a, it's not a very, I mean, and like compare it to the fight that you got with Jamie and Ned at the end of episode five. It's really more stunted, really more, it's very wooden. I, I, I was watching it and I was like, oh, this is very much like Iron Fist. Um, so, like very, where, you know, where you're cutting, like you're cutting the shot to where it's not visible to see what's happening. It's it moves very slow. Um, and I don't know if that's because maybe the I don't know one of them. Well, obviously, the, was,
1: the thing is like they're so the Erie They don't. They don't. So with in Winterfell, they have a history of fighting the wildlings. They, you know, they are constantly in battle, of some degree or another. They fight regularly against foes that are worthy and you know and and Mm -hmm. so they're they are warriors in the south it's all pageantry and here they want to believe they're actually warriors but they're protected by the veil the veil Mm -hmm. is this valley leading up to their kingdom which is on top of a mountain so no one can actually fight them so they Mm -hmm. they follow the forms of what they believe like knighthood is all about they're all armored up but in reality Mm -hmm. no one's ever coming for them and so that's Mm -hmm. the advantage that braun exploits is like He's got to fight this guy in full armor who can't move around. So he's like, all right. I mean, it's basically a rope-a-dope fight. He just yeah, runs yeah. around and lets the guy wear himself out, and then he starts, like, attacking where the weak spots are, you know, and he starts bleeding him out, cutting his ACL, yeah. cutting his elbow, cutting everything, <laughs> yeah. everything yeah. he can get, and the guy wears himself out and bleeds himself out. So it's yeah. it's not at all like – and they're like, this is not honorable. And Braun's like, I don't think – I don't remember that being part of the deal. Yeah. Um,
3: yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah, he's, yeah, he's a real world fighter. Yeah, he, he yeah. it's so it's it's not like yeah. it's not like the way it's shot or anything. It's just purposeful. It's meant to point out like everyone in the Erie is a fool because I mean like John Aaron was was a strong leader and John Aaron knew John Aaron was one of the principal people in Robert's rebellion and he raised Robert and Ned and they are the way they are because of him. But without him, the Erie is kind of a joke and they mm. they have this seed of power but they can't do anything with it because they can't get anywhere and right. no one's really dumb enough to assault them because it's
0: pointless and it's not worth anything. Mm. Well,
1: mm.
0: I mean, see, I see and, and again, that would be something that you would know from reading the book, right? Because it's mm-hmm. clearly not uh expressed anywhere in these episodes or whatever, right? Yeah. You kind of
1: pick up on it, but it's not as explicit for sure. And mm. you know, they're just they 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 are it's it's a, a major house, but it's not a major source of power. They don't have money. They mm-hmm. they don't win big fights, they just they hole up in the Erie and
0: no one can go after them. so nobody does. Right. Mm. Okay. And and I'm sorry, real quick, you you brought up um the line about uh the wildlings and I just in the of the day. Oh
3: sorry. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, uh the line with um uh, the wildlings when they met Bran, they were fleeing. Uh, they were headed south because there's no White Walkers there. So remember, yeah. the White Walkers are still a part of this. It just uh doesn't get talked about as much um as it might later. But yeah, just everybody remember that the uh, the White Walkers are still out there, and the wildlings don't want to have nothing to do with them either. So all right, there you go. So yeah, so there's this battle. Uh, your the line that you said that yeah he you know he cuts him here, he cuts him there. And then he pushes him through the moon door uh, after he, like, cuts his neck completely and uh, bleeds him out. And he's like, um, and uh, Liza's like, you don't fight with honor. He's like, yeah, he did. It's <laughs> um, <laughs> a good line. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and pushes him out. Tyrion, you know, is kind of like the emperor cheering on Anakin. Uh, In, um, <laughs> <laughs> in uh, episode three, you know, when he fights uh, like Dooku, uh, he's like, "Oh, uh,
3: yeah, oh,
0: and, yes. yeah, exactly." <laughs> and once it's over, he goes to uh, Caitlin's manservant, and it's like, "Hey, you got something that belongs to me?" He gets his gold, he tosses it to more. He's like, "A managed to pay his death," and he walks out, pimp style, and with Brand and or Braun and then that's it. You know, I mean. Like I guess I didn't like to care for the fight scene as much, but the end the beginning of it with the confession and then the end of it where he walks out like a pimp is like really like one of my favorite parts. Um so and it, and there's also plays with this thing too. Like Tyrion's smarter than everybody. Mm-hmm. You know, and people yeah. constantly uh um under like they they constantly underestimating him because he's little and they literally mm-hmm. have no idea how smart the dude is. And that's how he's able to constantly keep getting over on people because they constantly underestimate him.
1: So yeah, Yeah, Tyrion. Tyrion is is smarter than everybody, but I think one thing he does is he underestimates as as much as he accepts that people are just terrible, which Mm -hmm. you know is is not a stretch that you have to read a science fiction book to read. Yeah. Anyway, (laughs) he underestimates just how bad people can be at times. That's like Mm -hmm. his one weakness is like he 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 discounts. He discounts just how terrible people can be, particularly his
0: family. But he does—he yeah. never really gets outsmarted. Yeah. Right. Well, yeah, just a great character overall uh, and a great feed for him. All right. Then we're off to the king's hunt. Remember, Robert's off to go kill some things um, because um, he's just, like, over being the king. He needs to go out and kill something and do something. So um, on the king's hunt, are Robert, the king, uh, his brother, which would be Renly, um, his Lannister squire, uh, which is which one is that? He has a fucked up name too. Boy, Lancel. I yes, Lancel. Yes, Lancel. And then the, that dude who's now, I guess that would have been Jamie if uh, if he hadn't fled, right? Is that why he's there?
1: Well, Barrison Selmy is the leader of the Kingsguard, I believe. Okay. So either way, it could have been both yeah. of them, but it's at least. Yeah, he's the leader of the King's Guard. The, the Guard is the seven knights who guard the king, and Jamie is okay. one of them, but he's on the run oh, now.
0: He's on the run. He's a fugitive. Um, and so they're having these conversations, and Robert is essentially, he's emasculating Renly, like really clear. It's not, clear, it's not stated fully that he knows that his brother is gay, um, but he certainly dances around that sombrero. A lot and um, about Jeez. how he's talking to him. He's like, have ah, you ever, you know, you ever fuck up Riverlands, girl, or whatever? He's like, it, it, it's, it's so funny. <laughs> yeah, but, it's so funny because I'm looking at Rinley and I'm just like, you know, like, and having.
3: Me, yeah, he's
0: <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> He's like, oh. Yeah. But, but, like, Renly is so, like, he's like he's having this conversation. With, and, you know, I've been around people that, you know, that I suspected to be gay. And you're talking about this kind of stuff. And they're, like, playing along. And I was like, mm, yeah. Renly might have made it with some gentlemen. But he oh. didn't make it, like, with no Riverland girl. You know? So it was just, you know, it was just kind of fun. And, you know, he fights back with it, too. He's like, you know, whatever. You know, you're, you know he tries to fight back verbally or whatever. But he's like, ah, oh, fuck you. I'm the king. You know, I can say whatever the hell I want. You know, and Rinley runs off. And then um, the the bigger line here coming up for us moving forward from this is that do you want more wine, King? That Lancel keeps giving Robert wine. And even uh God, what's that dude's name again, brother dude? The King <laughs> me. Yeah, I can't not remember his name for nothing. Yeah, he's he's Barristan notices it just he rolls off the tongue.
1: I don't know how you. I mean, how many? I know like seven Barristan. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so not all Barristan Selmy. So I mean, I know like seven of them bitches. Man, what are, you know, know. what's the problem? <laughs>
0: those West, West Dayton, Dayton Barristan. Yeah, did you catch
1: that Knicks game last
0: night? Yeah. Yeah, those those West Dayton Barristons are really rare. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <shit>. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Love Barristan. <laughs> um, all right. <laughs> um, so yeah, it, it's a really, it's a really, uh, it's a really a setup scene for the next episode. Basically, um, you know, a lot of stuff is going to happen off off camera, but this is a setup scene. Yes, remember Lancel feeding him wine. And... Yeah, my uh, app sort of froze on this scene with with
1: Barristan and and Lancel, and Lancel totally doesn't look guilty. He's, <laughs> 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 He's sort
3: of like. Uh, <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, just just everybody understand that uh you know that's a very important scene moving forward for the next episode. Um, so yeah, so there's that. Um, and then um, oh yeah, then we have this scene here where um, mm, uh, remember Robert's on the hunt, the hand of the king, which is Ned Stark, is in charge of the kingdom, and he's hearing the. The The cries of things that are going out, uh, conveniently enough, from the Riverlands. Um, like, things are bad in the Riverlands. Apparently, um, you got to fuck them. And, like, shit is messed up over there because people are, like, messing them <laughs> up. <laughs> things are messed up. Because there's a dude from the Riverlands is like, man, everything is bad over here. People burning the houses. People put kids on fire. Like, I mean, it's just an absolute shit show going on in the Riverlands right now. And then, like they left a, a like their calling card, and which was a whole bag of fish. And um, uh, Littlefinger's like, mm, "Fish isn't that's that's a Tully sigil, isn't that your wife, man? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> isn't that your wife's
3: sigils, family sigil?"
0: I think by this point,
1: Ned's probably had enough about Littlefinger talking about his wife. <laughs> uh, you can take my wife's name out of your yeah. mouth and whatever <laughs> other
0: parts of my wife out of your mouth too. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. So it's um, he's like you know you're hearing all this stuff, and then the way they're describing the person that's there, um, it's like, mm, well, okay, so essentially the mountain is there, uh, destroying everything, and everybody's like, well, why is the mountain over there destroying the riverlands? Well, it's kind of implied that he's over there doing this to punish the Tully house for what Caitlin did for kidnapping Tyrion and they hired the mountain sir uh, Gregor uh, to go out there and do essentially all of this stuff. And um Grandmaster Clyzel hits a look from
1: Ned after Littlefinger says, Isn't that your wife's house? The look is like Motherfucker <laughs> You're lucky, my leg. You lucky <laughs> I got stabbed in the right leg. <laughs> Otherwise, I'd yeah. take the two steps to put my other foot up your ass. Yeah. Damn that's a good
0: acting. Yeah. The look yeah. His face is good. They made priceful. this cane one foot too short, nigga. I would have smacked <laughs> you up that hitter. So, um, yeah. The, and, and Grandmaster Pycelle is completely complicit in this, by the way. Like, he knows everything that's go- or going on, and he's trying to, like, well, you know, yay.
3: Things
0: happen. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I didn't. <laughs> uh, and again, I, I've underestimated Sal based on because he's old, which you shouldn't do. Uh, but he's complicit in this crap completely. He's the dirtiest player in the game. Yeah, yeah. He you know, comes out of yeah, and it comes up later, I think, because he has a horror house scene, I think, not in this season, but <laughs> yeah. uh, in, a, in a later season. Uh, he's thinking that he couldn't, you do what he was supposed to, but he did. And um, so, yeah, so uh, Ned is like, okay, this is happening over there. He's compelled, but beyond the fact that this is his 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 wife's, you know, family's land or whatever that's getting messed up. But he's also thinking that this is the right thing to do because this shouldn't happen because he's a man of honor. So Ned's like, all right, you know, by Robert's name or whatever, uh, I want this day. Y'all need to go get Sir Gregor and capture him and bring him back here for trial. And then you also need to go get Tywin Lannister and, get, you know, send a raven for him to come to King's Landon to answer for his essential support, you know, financial or whatever support that he's been giving this dude to do it. And, you know, everybody's like, ooh, <gasps> Oh no he did <laughs> You know, you can't call out Tywin Lannister like that. Uh Littlefinger essentially tells him the same thing. He's like, Hey man, uh, you know, soldiers don't win wars, gold does. And he's like, Yeah, well if that's the case, then why is Tywin Lannister not the king? And then and, and Rob's <laughs> the king. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> and then that was that. But yeah, this is a big scene from Ned um in terms of a decision that he's going to make, again, that has um ramifications. Uh, so to speak. So, uh, yeah, just a a a, a really kind of a telling scene, and again, something that you gotta store in your uh your memory banks for later because it it does become very very important. Oh, um, yeah, and and so. particularly
1: like uh the people that get sent off here, like they in no way stick. Like I know I'm like, who is that guy? They, they there's, there's <laughs> people that are gonna come up later, but yeah. Barrack Dondarrion is the guy who gets mm-hmm. sent out to the Riverlands to deal with the mountain.
0: Mm-hmm. So, we'll be seeing him again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, he's got a red shirt. Uh, <laughs> <Star Trek>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, uh, just, you know, just a good overall, like, kind of scene to set up, you know, something that's going to happen here in a, an episode. Uh, so, yeah. <laughs> All right. Then we get to this. Um... Other scene where I brought this back up, where Ned's like, "Hey, Santa um, and Arya." All right, so he gathers them. To th- Wait, no, I'm skipping something here. No, I didn't. kind of oh, going back. I, you him know what? I gave the bit. thing. I gave the thing with Bronn and them before it actually happened. Yeah, yeah. Uh, happened. I'm sorry. Sorry. So, um, yeah, I'm bad, bad. Um, oh, they didn't have the scene. He accepted the challenge, and then now he's yes he's killing that dude um so there's a scene with the handmaiden and sansa and sansa's being a full-on bitchy teenager man and it's not a good look and the handmaiden is just kind of you know taking it but correcting her when she thinks that she needs it but then prince joppy's going to make his appearance in there and he comes bearing uh apologies and gifts you know hey, it's a necklace Oh, it's like the one your mom wears hey you're gonna be queen someday too babe you know Hey, I'm sorry. It's so funny, the lies that he tells here. Uh, and Let me repeat them. Um, you're my lady. I'll never disrespect you. <laughs> I'll never be cruel to you. <laughs> it's like a
2: checklist. It's like a checklist of all
0: the stuff. Too. It's amazing. Uh, yeah. Now, if you remember, his mom told him he needed to go make nice, but this was a few episodes ago. I mean, actually, mm-hmm. Joppy hasn't made too many appearances since then, and he has to go make nice to her. But it's also a setup. And, you know, again, kind of, you know, without spoiling everything, th- this is also a setup, too, that, you know, things between the Lannisters and the Starks ain't happy. And no matter what you see in these scenes, this is not a happy situation between the two of them. Again, based on Caitlyn Stark's decision that she made. Now, things were already a little bit tense even before that this situation happened. But now everything is, you know, kind of protecting yours. And and in doing that, Ned kind of sees it as well because he's going to do the same thing with um, Sansa and uh, and and his daughter, which is a scene that's coming up. All right. So before that, uh, we go back to Winterfell, and you get on the road, and you see uh, Theon. Now, I said he got a win earlier. Now he's going to take another L. Roz the, <laughs> Roz, Roz the prostitute is making her way to King's Landing, you know. He's like, I'm leaving here, there's nothing for me here. He's like, Oh a turnip truck? You know, and a turnip cart. I'm like, why are you going that way? <laughs> He's like, I have to go, you know, I have to go. He's like, you know, and even Roz knows what happened. He's like word you know, word on the streets um, is um like there's gonna be a war here between the Lannisters and the Starks and I don't wanna be a part of that and you know, everybody's gonna be sent off to war. You know, King's Land is gonna be the place to be. And then Theon, he I mean, golly man, he tries. He's like, oh, there's like a, you know, there's a bunch of girls that's just like you over there. He's like, eh, well, maybe there is, maybe there isn't. You know, he's like, ah, oh, you're gonna get some fat dude with a little cock that he can't get up and he's gonna kick you in the face. She's uh-huh. like, well, what should I do? Stay here? And he's like, well, I can't marry you or anything, essentially. So he's like, uh, whatever. And then he's like, let me see it one more time. And so he uh-huh. says he wants to see her. <laughs> <laughs> Like, every time I see this, again, I've watched it a couple times. Every time I see it, it's like that, um, that scene from Porky's. And I'm probably gonna Google it if you're under 35 years old. It's that scene from Porky's where the little dude or whatever goes in there. He's like, yeah, you want to see him? Yeah. Two. Dot, two. He's like, yeah, let me see them both. Like, <laughs> it's like, $2, you <laughs> idiot. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah. So he has to throw her some gold so she, like, flashes him some bush. And, you know, uh... You know, and then that's it. And then that's the end of Roz and Teon. Well, then she's not the end of Roz. Because
1: he's like, I'm going to miss you. And she's like, I know.
0: I know. Yeah. <laughs> ass bitch. I know. Yeah. <laughs> and then Tion rode off into carbonite. Oh, oh God. <laughs> Yeah, it's just, you know, and again, this is an L for Theon, but not the end of Roz. Like I said, Roz will make an appearance, I believe, in the next episode, as a matter of fact, that she, you know, learns to be a better whore in the city. You know, she can't fuck like no country girl, bitch. You gotta fuck like a, a city girl here. This is a great scene, by the way, which we will talk about dramatically. So, um, <laughs> when that happens, but yes, yeah. I'm, I'm sure with
1: great sensitivity.
0: Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah, Yes. Yeah. Yes.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, we will handle that with all the. I great really like the
1: character that we're delving into here. That yeah. I think these are life lessons that really need yeah. to be explored. You know, <laughs>
0: when she did pull up when she pulled up her skirt and showed all that bush. I, oh. I really had the um uh the thought of you know was it really red? You know, what kind oh. of red was it? You know, I always it seems it
1: seems yeah. that the rug does match the curtains.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I had visions of Mary Jane Watson. It was oh, very yeah. interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Spider Man, Arch Enemy. <laughs> yeah. There we go. All right. So we go back to King's Landing, uh, and Ned Ned has like you know he's kind of figuring these things out too that the uh, the. Lannisters are protecting their own. He needs to protect his. And the, his only own that he has out there now that Jory got stabbed in the eye and uh, his others are other places. Uh, he's like, you know what? Let me get the girls out of here. So he brings Arya and Sansa together and both go full-on teenager. How
3: do you I'm girl?
0: Especially uh, Sansa. It's really bad. Like, <laughs> you really wanted to put her in a figure four leg lock
3: because... Oh, Now I don't now I
0: yeah, I knew. Yeah. I'm
3: supposed to marry the king. No, no I want to ma- I'm supposed to
0: marry the prince. He's like, later I'll find you somebody that's worthy of you. No, I mean it's really bad, yeah. you know. If you had, I mean, if you had any feelings towards Sansa
2: before this, they're gone now.
0: It was just yeah. terrible. Yes, yeah. and even and Arya too. She's like, oh, I got to do my dancing lessons. Nobody cares about
3: your dancing lessons. I'm supposed to marry
0: the. It's just not a great look for either of the two of them. And again, it depends on how you feel about them. If that's something, if you enjoy them, then you're like, "Oh, this scene is pretty cool," you know, whatever. But if you don't, like myself, uh it's not a good scene for them at all. And um I, I, I don't know. I just I don't know. But in your in the is a series, yeah, exactly. But there is a scene <laughs> there too at the end of that in the end of that scene um ned again and this is a plot point that's taken way too long and it in and, and it's not even in scooby-doo fashion scooby-doo figured out shit quicker than this ned <laughs> like, he finally gets to this point about this the kids with the yellow hair and the brown hair so he goes to the book that was given to him by grandmaster pisell in like episode three um that that was the book that John Aaron was reading, but you know that led him to asking too many questions and wind up getting poisoned, killed. That he's like, all right, so you know every Baratheon had uh, brown hair, dark of hair, and then black, once he black gets hair. black of hair, Bright. yeah, and then once he gets to uh, Jaffe, then it's yellow of hair or yellow hair, gold and it's of like hair. gold, Yes. Yeah. And so he's finally kind of gotten to this point. Like, I mean, I don't. He, I don't know. I mean, he's already even the. You might say t- that Joffrey
1: has a golden crown. Now, hey now,
0: <laughs> that must be what is.
1: this episode is named after.
0: Yeah, that's what it is. That's yeah. what it is. All right, yeah, maybe my DVD cut off seven minutes early. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it, it, because and that's what I was saying. Like they they berate this point into the ground, especially because he's already confronted confronted Cersei about it. He's like, "Those kids are Jamies, right?" You know, and she essentially confirms that. It's not you know what I mean? It's just like uh, they just beat it into the ground and maybe I'm missing something that's coming up in did a future he? episode. I don't, I don't
1: I don't think he confronted her about that. I think did. No, I he did. No, it comes later. Once does it, it not it, directly no. Yeah. No, it that's later. Okay. At this point he's been he's been um he's been looking up the um, finding Bastards the Bastards. In mm-hmm. confirming his suspicions, but he's not yet converted
0: um, uh, Cersei about it. Okay, not bad. Because their beef right
1: mm-hmm. now is just about Tyrion.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. Because I was just I couldn't I couldn't remember, and I get to run the episodes Wh- all together. Oops, spoiler.
1: Which is ironic because she didn't give two shits about Tyrion.
0: Not two shits. You're lying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. So we get to the final scene of the episode. Uh... T- Viserys is drunk. Um, he's finally realized that he might not be king, um, and nobody wants to kind of hang out with him, and nobody's going to love him, and he has no dragon eggs, he has no wealth, no money, he has really nothing to live for. And when people have nothing to live for, they have nothing to lose. And so he goes into the celebratory God Rocky tent which you're also not supposed to have weapons out. And he goes in with his sword, which I would assume is a Valerian steel because he, you know, he came from means and he comes in and basically he's like, you know, I want what was promised to me. I want my golden crown. You know, I sold you my sister. I I want my crown. And probably the best part about this scene is that when, um, they're talking about it in Dothraki, you know, uh, Khaleesi now speaks full-on Dothraki. She knows everything that's going on. So as she hears the interpreter interpreting things to Cal Drogo and Cal Drogo saying things back, it plays across her face immediately what's going to happen. And there's not a sense of, I should stop this. There's not a sense of, that's my brother. There's nothing. that She's going to allow this to happen because it needs to happen. So... You know, Cal's like, all right, I'm going to give you your golden crown. And they grab him by the arms. It just like they implies that they break the one arm. He's like, ah! And they grab him. Cal takes off his gold belt and puts it into the hot soup bucket and melts it down. And, um, hey, you want a golden crown? They hold him down, and he melts that gold down, and he pours it on his head and gives him a golden crown. Um, he should have asked for a golden shower. That would have been easier. <laughs> but... <laughs> He didn't. Um, he asked for a golden crown, and he gets it, and his head is uh, full of gold. He hits the ground with a thunk. And, you know, Jorah tried to tell Khaleesi, like, no, look away. She's like, nah, I'm good. <laughs> <It's> like, <No.
3: laughs>
0: it's like, I'm tired of this fool. Like, he got, he got to die. Like, and I'm tired of him doing whatever he's doing. And so, you know, it's a great scene, really. It really is. Again, this is a scene that probably pulled me into the show, like, a little bit more. This is also one of those scenes when I was watching it on my own, and y'all were like, yeah, something's about to happen here, but I can't really say anything.
1: <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs>
0: so, this is when you get, like, the text and then like,
3: oh, God, there God Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> no, I you know, that the is my The, is
3: my the best part character. is when you
1: get... When you get the text, like like a minute before the actual scene happens, oh, some shit's about to go down.
3: Oh, what the, oh, what the, oh, the gold on his head. <laughs> <laughs>
2: you know, it's, it's yeah, it was entertaining seeing the text. Yeah. Like you know what's
0: coming, and you just can't wait. Yeah. <laughs> you
2: know,
0: and <laughs> nobody. Was, I
3: was like, man, Viserys is my favorite character. Nobody said it. Yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: the third part when enough.
1: like they're like, yeah, you're gonna get what you want. He's like, all
3: right, well then we're good. That's all I want. Sure, yeah, I he' one of my crowns.
0: Crown. <laughs> yeah, and it's he's just like,
1: okay, really, <laughs> huh? Great.
3: Like I got all Charlie Brown. I, I didn't he's see that really going, going this way. <laughs>
0: Yeah, he was really gonna kick that football. He was like, e- oh, Really? Cool. Great. Thanks, man.
3: I really appreciate it, Kyle. I, I didn't realize you were so cool. Yeah. I not. was just
2: I was just like, Well, finally. 'Cause you knew it was, you knew this was coming. You just didn't know how it was gonna happen, that's all. I mean yeah. this dude was this dude was for a sword in the back or something, you know, for a long time. You knew that shit was coming.
0: Well I guess. I mean I didn't I mean, you know, again, watching it for the first time, I'm just like, you don't, I, you you used to watching a show who who won't take chances and kill off people that mm-hmm. they just introduced. I mean, because think about yeah. it, this is only episode six, so chances are you're like, oh well, I mean, you know, he's gonna have a, excuse me a story arc, but it's not gonna last six episodes, and his <laughs> last six episodes, and he probably only in probably, yeah. <laughs> and he probably only appeared in maybe four of those six you know so they really right. took him you know you know very soon and and man he, i'm like, just not thinking that i am watching the scene like
1: <laughs> not only did he, do, did he <laughs> drop the gold jizz on his head oh, i was Aquaman's yeah. all up in his face. He's all yeah. up in his face. Yeah.
3: Oh, how's that feel, bitch? How's
1: that? How's that? I got yeah.
3: my gold on your head, bitch. How's that feel? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's,
2: stone, it's stone cold.
0: Yeah, it is. Yeah.
2: You watch him yeah. <laughs>
3: yeah, it's bad. Uh, yeah.
0: And again, like, his sister really just, like, let it happen. And again, he was a jerk to her. She he sold her. She got raped. Oh, yeah. was all kinds of problems there. Well, then
1: she drops the line. She's like, well, he wasn't a dragon. She's like, yeah, that, exactly. And then yeah. the Tease back to the dragon egg, right? So she yeah. can grab yeah, hot but... dragon eggs, and he mm, can deal like... with a little bit of melted melt, gold on his head.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's his problem. Yeah. You know <laughs> he ain't and a that's a dragon. His... He's not a dragon.
2: And, yeah, which is true. wild. Yeah, it's ironic, too, because he takes such pride in, in being a dragon. and he, he likes to plug pride right about it at any opportunity. <laughs> he to and like, the first
3: opportunity. He don't
0: it. it's like, <laughs> <ride>. <laughs> <laughs> Poor thing, man. He just feels bad. I, he can almost feel bad for, for a Almost. Very almost. much almost. Yeah, it's uh, so, yeah, please. Yeah, he's no dragon. And, um... You know, because, you know, Fire Can't Slay a Dragon is her final line man. And, again, that's an important thing moving forward, uh, especially about Khaleesi being able to, you know, touch fire and do those types of things. So, you know, in cut credits, and then that's, you know, that's episode six. You know, overall, Brother Beavis, you know, your impressions watching it through for, you know, like, you know, kind of live through as we're uh, talking about it.
1: Yeah, I mean, the Tyrion mic drop the um you know the opening sequence with with ned a lot of the scenes with ned and um and uh, robert are really good so you get one of those the gold crown it's great um mm-hmm. i think you don't and, and when when ned sort of takes the power of the king and you see what the kingdom could be like if there really was somebody on the throne you know mm-hmm. um you know cuz ned wields the power of the king better than robert does and and the significance of that scene yeah, um, yeah, it's a, it's a definitely an important episode.
0: Yeah, uh, same man.
1: Yeah, um, same thing. But there are uh,
2: a uh, couple of really big scenes in those. So obviously, Sarah's checking out too long. Um, <laughs> uh, scenes with Ned at the very beginning. I mean, it starts off with him the king and um, oh, God, i have gotta think of her name right now. Um, the queen. No, seriously. Yeah, sorry. Of um, and that the trial with Tyrion and the um the veil vale and the airy, uh which almost was the highlight for me. And but uh, yeah, Viserys at the end. I was very satisfied. Seeing him checked out. I don't know. I know he's
0: your boy, but
2: yeah, he was top end of the so another good episode. Very good.
0: Who so uh, obviously Viserys loses the week. I and mean, I don't <laughs> think anybody can take a win on that. Um, oh, yeah. But who wins the week then, Brother Beavis? Mm,
1: well, oh, so no. not Theon, of course. No, um, no, no.
3: His,
0: uh, his W gets canceled out by his L very quickly. Yeah, yeah. Um. But does...
1: The question is, does Aquaman win the week because... Viserys lost, and I'm not mm. sure he did because it's really more of like a victory for Khaleesi in a way. I agree. Um, yeah, Khaleesi did did choke down a, a horse heart and break <laughs> her brother. Uh, so I'm inclined to say Khaleesi.
0: Yeah, uh, that's a decent call. I'm The same man. You got anybody besides the Khaleesi? Oh, Tyrion. Tyrion, I mean, he was facing death, and he
2: bargained his way out of that shit and walked out the damn house like a (laughs) jeep. Yeah, (laughs) he did.
0: Come on, it's
3: Tyrion.
0: I think an underestimated loser of the week uh, could be, you know, Liza and and the folks in the Vale. you know, um, because there was really, you know, it, they, you know, Bronn kind of takes them off in a way, that, and, and Tyrion takes them off in a way, It's like, well, we didn't really expect that to happen. They really expected this to kind of go our way completely. And they were completely in control of the situation for an episode and a half, and then it gets completely turned on them in, you know, two scenes. And it's like, okay, well, that's it. And then we don't go back to the veil for a very long time. Um, yeah. We don't come back Little to the veil for yeah. a minute. Yeah. yeah. So, um... Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, not not significantly back to the veil for a while. So, uh, right. yeah, just, uh, uh, yeah, not not a good look for those folks over there.
3: All right.
0: Okay. <laughs> All right, so that concludes Episode 6 of Game of Thrones uh, and Episode 6 for uh, I Know What You Did Last Winter. Um, remember, you will be able to find this podcast on SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, uh, Podbean, Lisbon, uh, Google Play. I can't think of all the other ones. Just Google Brothers Comics, and you should be able to find the podcast there, rate, review, subscribe, Uh, part of the Brothers Comics Network, lots of shows, find a show, find your life. Uh, Most importantly, um, coming up here will be the NBA uh, recap show with uh, Will Stacks here coming up this week. And then these gentlemen here will be back for the Marvel Hacks. Uh, I sent you all the books here coming up. For this week, uh, we might just wind up doing the books from last week uh, because there's just to add too many of them on there. Um, so, yeah, we've just got a, got a few books coming up. Um, so we'll be able to check that out. Um, yeah, just, just a few things going on for Brothers Comics. Uh, check the website actually out for some interviews that I did at Comic-Con Revolution this past weekend um, or two weekends ago now, I guess. Uh, so, yeah, just a few things here. Check them out. Um, and then I'm out of the convention business for a while, but we may have some other people shopping and showing up for Collins here for us here in a little bit. All right. All right. So as the Game of Thrones music plays us out, I'm a little bit over our time. I said an hour, but I'm at like an hour and 10 minutes. That's for us. That's decent. And we got in every possible. That's pretty good. Freaking, freaking dick, cock, horse. Joke <laughs> we <possibly get> in. <laughs> 70 minutes <laughs> of dick jokes. Yeah no we we got every single one possible in yeah. So yeah, so as it starts to play us out, uh Sandman, go ahead and say goodnight to everybody. Uh Grandmeister Sandman out back to my schemes and plots. There you go. And Brother Beavis, say goodnight, sir.
1: Alright. The hand of brothers comics. Out of the way. <laughs> <laughs> you
0: are sexy. You, are, you, are, you, are, you, are, you know, the way my brother goes, you may be second in command. The so, <laughs> so keep that in mind. I swear to God, I'm going to stick a knife in his calf. All right, we'll see you on the other side. Peace. Peace. Peace.